Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. And leading a healthy lifestyle is such an important and exciting part of this destiny. And so many people want it and so many people want to achieve it. But oftentimes, leading this lifestyle comes with some fears. And despite what people think, these fears are very, very real. Um, No matter what and no matter who you are, there are certain fears involved in getting healthy. Um, There's fears involved in establishing a healthy relationship with food. There's fears involved with changing your health habits, uh, fears involved with introducing new health habits with your family and implementing them into your lifestyle. Of course, these are exciting things, but they can also be very, very scary. Um, Oftentimes, people get to the point in their weight loss journey when things are proceeding really, really well clicking along and weight is coming off perfectly, you're feeling great, and you're getting close to that ideal goal weight. And then something happens. Um, And I see this happening all the time. Happens out of the clear blue sky. Um, People will revert back to their old eating habits. Um, and, And usually it starts out with a normal day. Um, Things are clicking along and all of a sudden uh, the old habits start back. Um, And I I hear this all the time. In fact, I had somebody just yesterday tell me uh, when I was asking her about uh, her new lifestyle and and how she was feeling about her new habits. um, She flat out looked at me and said, oh, no, there's no way I will go back to the way that I used to be. There's no way I'm certain my new habits are the way um, I love them to be. And and I'm certain that I will not revert back to my old habits. And I I really hate to disappoint people. But uh, anybody that knows me knows that I don't like to sugarcoat things. And I'm very forward with the reality of, of old habits do come back. And they usually come back when you are feeling frustrated. Um, And certainly when somebody is really excited, and I say flying high in the weight loss parade and everything is working great, um, you're not going to give up. But when you're feeling disappointed because maybe one little thing goes wrong, um, that is usually when the habits come back. Um, And it can happen quickly. It can happen without you even realizing that it happens. And when it does, it is extremely difficult to snap yourself back. Um, So there's there's some scenarios here. Um, And usually when these habits snap back um, the first day, let's just say you revert back to your old habits and you find yourself in the pantry eating uh, out of a bag of potato chips, you say to yourself, okay, I deserve this. I've worked very, very hard. I'm going to get back on track tomorrow. Um, And that seems as easy as can be. But typically uh, the next day comes and you're feeling bloated. 
the scale might be up and you're feeling really crummy about yourself. Um, and this is when self-sabotage mode kicks in. Um, and, and, and perhaps your friends, your significant other, tries to make you feel better by taking you out to dinner, tries to make you feel better by explaining that you have worked really, really hard and that you deserve to take a couple days off your diet. Just one bite won't hurt you. And now you have a situation. Does this sound familiar? Well, if so, you're not alone. Uh, thousands of dieters suffer from similar patterns. Um, in my experience, I often have my clients ask, why does this keep happening? Uh, why can't I just lose weight and keep it off? Um, and, it, and it is a very difficult thing. Uh, in fact, uh, recently and over the last year, I have revamped my programs and I have built in a curriculum to keep people from regaining back weight that has been lost um, because the, the weight does come back and it is because of those old habits. Um, I, I also frequently hear why can't my spouse or, or family members uh, support me in my weight loss efforts. It seems impossible um, when you have family members that aren't there and uh, helping you and uh, supporting you and making things easier to help you uh, stay fit. But the bottom line is you are in control. Um, and you don't want to be your worst enemy. So why do you or other people stand in your own way of weight loss goals? Uh, the answer most likely is, drum roll please. Self-sabotage syndrome. So let's define this. What is self-sabotage? We hear it all the time. Self-sabotage is when we actively or passively take steps to prevent ourselves from reaching our goals. This behavior can affect nearly every aspect of life. It could be a relationship. It could be a career goal. It could be a personal goal, such as weight loss. Although very common, and it's an incredibly frustrating cycle uh, that happens in behavior, it does lower our self-confidence and it leaves us feeling extremely stuck. And there are many reasons why people choose self-sabotage. And it basically stems from fear. Uh, it also stems from low self-esteem and lack of of believing in ourselves. So today I'm going to talk about um, identifying this and I'm also going to talk about how we can improve this. Oftentimes people don't realize that they're self-sabotaging and you hear the word self-sabotage and it sounds just so self-defeating, um, but oftentimes people might be participating in these self-sabotaging behaviors and not realize that they're doing it. Um, so I'm going to define some of them right now. Um, first and foremost, uh, the, the top one that I want to identify is negativity. People that are negative thinkers um, who focus only on negative um, uh, aspects and ignore the positive are self sabotagers. Um, for example, uh, somebody that says, I have only lost 20 pounds and I still have 45 to go. 
um, that just sounds so negative. Um, uh, and, and, and you have to reframe the way that you're thinking. Um, and I realize it is difficult, especially if you do have a lot of weight to lose. Um, but the bottom line is you can't change it. Um, and, and the time will pass and the weight will come off. Um, or, or another person that might say, I only lost three pounds this month. Um, again, being positive and saying, I lost three pounds this month. I, I realize in the big picture, three pounds isn't a lot. But in the end picture, that's going to accumulate to a lot. And uh, changing that mindset is, is huge. Um, other, other statements, I can't do this. I'm going to fail anyway. I'm never going to be able to do this. It's too hard. I'm hopeless. What's the point? And I, I see this all the time. Um, a, a famous one that I hear all the time, and, I, and I, I'm honest when I say this, um, people will text me when they're doing really good and they're down uh, quite a bit of pounds. And uh, when they start seeing that stall in their weight, uh, I'll, I'll hear this. It's very common. Well, this was good while it lasted. And I figured it would just be like the other diets. And my, my response right away is, I tell them, if you allow it to be, it's going to be. Because it's a preconceived notion. You are allowing yourself to believe it's going to fail. And your behaviors are going to dictate um, what you eat and your activity level, therefore your success. Um, so you need to change that around. You need to be in front of it and be stronger than that and, and be positive about it. So, so some other self-sabotaging um, uh, statements that I see or see all the time or hear all the time are fear of failure. Um, this is probably the next top one next to negative uh, thoughts. Uh, people are afraid of failing. Um, just this week, I probably had 30 people sign up for my spring program. And every single one of them, 100% of them, uh, started by telling me about the last program that they failed on. And I can't help but, but think um, that they have an aspect in their mind that they're, they're afraid that they're going to fail again. You know, before they hit that final button purchase, they have a fear of failing, not only for themselves, but for everyone that they know in their life. Um, they don't want to have to explain to their spouse. They don't want to have to explain to their, their friends, to their coworkers that they did another program and failed. So that fear of failure is very, very relevant. Um, and so a lot of people will right away um, self-sabotage because they fear that they're going to fail and they walk right into it. Um, so negative self-talking, again, beating yourself up. Um, telling yourself you're not good enough, um, that you can't do it. Um, negative thoughts, focus on your doubts, and you're not putting your best efforts in. And because of that, you are basically throwing in the towel. So um, uh, then the, the last one I want to talk about is focusing on the past. And this kind of ties in with the other one that I just brought up is oftentimes uh, people that are self-sabotagers only think about their past experiences. So instead of taking the new experience and 
allowing it to be its own experience. They compare it to the last. Um, therefore, it's never going to have a chance because they're only going to compare it to the last experience. Well, the last time I lost 20 pounds and then it stopped and then I gained it back. The last time I worked out five days a week for a month, but then it stopped because I got hurt. So you, you have to stop comparing because every single um, um, experience is going to be a different experience. And so, so basically being an excuse factory um, is, is, is going to be a defeating um, uh, problem for people. Making excuses for not eating healthy, for not exercising, for being too tired, for being too busy, for being too stressed out, for it being your birthday and you have to have cake. I mean, this can go on forever. Um, so, so all of this negativity put together um, will make you a self-sabotager. So if you didn't think that you had self-sabotaging behaviors and, and now you do, um, it's time to tune in and listen. So if you are just joining us, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and I am talking about fears that people have um, with weight loss or success that are actually holding them back. And I was talking about self-sabotage syndrome. Um, the word sabotage is one that we use all the time. Um, but again, do we really know what it means? Sabotage means to destroy. Um, and when we're talking about weight loss, it means to deliberately or unconsciously um, attempt or destroy the ability to achieve your weight loss goals. And typically this happens time and time again with each weight loss attempt or maintenance effort. Um, and there are two common forms of sabotage and weight loss, um, self-sabotage and assisted sabotage. So first let's talk about self-sabotage. Um, self-sabotage obviously is the one where you destroy your own ability to achieve your weight loss goals by working toward your weight loss goal and then retracting from it. Uh, most commonly, your own mind becomes your biggest enemy and your thoughts begin to severely affect your behaviors. For example, when you start your diet, you have this amazing positive attitude. You feel motivated and you believe you can do this. Uh, over time, something happens and your belief kind of dwindles to, I can do this. And then it becomes, this is kind of hard. Um, your initial thought of, I can do this, has now been overridden to, I have been unable to make this change. And I'm not going to be able to make it this time either. Um, so you have unconsciously um, made the, the choice to go from being extremely motivated to not wanting to do this. And you have destroyed uh, your ability to change your lifestyle. Um, this, this lifestyle change is not going to come easy. It doesn't come easy to anyone. Um, and so surrendering to your weakness is, is what people do. And, and you have to maintain your strong efforts. Uh, typically what people do 
when they self-sabotage is they procrastinate. Um, they might sign up for something and not get started for a long, long time. Um, they focus on that end result instead of focusing on the work or the journey that has to take to get there. Um, and obviously with weight loss or weight management or a diet or exercise program, you can't just think of the end result. Um, clearly, it's all the in-between that really does matter. Um, and, and also rushing to get to those results is a huge hindrance um, because rushing to get there is not going to teach you anything. It's not going to change your behaviors. And it's certainly not going to make the journey easier. Um, oftentimes, when people self-sabotage, they start taking shortcuts. Um, they start restricting food. They start focusing on only what the scale says. And they feel that weight loss has a deadline. And I see this all the time. Um, people want to know when they're going to lose the weight. They want to know if they're going to have the weight off by a certain date. They want to know what their ideal weight loss goal is going to be. And they compare themselves to others. And so these things all are, are harmful um, to your goals. The bottom line is, if you want to make a positive change in you, uh, whether it's career, whether it is a family, a relationship, but certainly if it is a health goal, um, and, and even if it's not weight loss, um, even if it's because your doctor has told you that your cholesterol is high or you have high blood pressure and you need to make a lifestyle change, um, you should not do it fast. You should not compare yourself to anyone else. Um, and you should not focus on that end result. It should be done very systematically, um, and you should do it for you. Um, shutting yourself down, um, not asking people for help, and uh, certainly uh, avoiding things that you're scared of, such as uh, the scale or a coach, is certainly not going to be uh, helpful for you. So facing that music and uh, getting yourself the help is, is the biggest, biggest factor. And um, one of the things that, uh, that is, is a harmful factor, and I've seen this a lot, is, is people that have that um, know-it-all mindset. Um, and so that know-it-all mindset can be very, very detrimental to, to not finding that success because there is a lot of information out there with weight loss and a lot of it is false. So, so if you're not finding success and you keep finding yourself starting over and starting over, uh, perhaps seeking professional help might be uh, what you need to do and, and get the actual facts. Um, so reasons for self-sabotage. Why would we work so hard to lose weight only to destroy it? Um, those of you listening are probably nodding their heads going, I don't know. Um, you know, we do this all the time. Uh, we, we work out, we eat right, and then all of a sudden we binge on a dessert and a fattening meal. Um, even as you are consuming the unhealthy food, you, you know that you shouldn't be doing it, but yet you can't stop. Um, and, and oftentimes it is because you lack self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth, and self-belief. Um, those negative thoughts about yourself and your inability to lose weight can 
undermine your weight loss efforts. And these messages um, that your unconscious self-talk have very powerful ability to affect your feelings and your behaviors and certainly uh, your your results. Um, and so I want to also talk about the, the other type of uh, sabotage, and that is the assisted sabotage. Um, and that is, of course, when uh, a loved one doesn't realize that they are being harmful to your efforts. And, and that could be someone that um, really is rooting for you, really wants you to lose weight, but they don't realize that their efforts in trying to make you feel better and comforting you with food or comforting you by telling you to not work out because you need a break um, are actually derailing you. Um, and if, if you are able to recognize that somebody is assisting you in that sabotage, um, what you need to do is, is have a conversation with them and let them know that no matter what, when you're vulnerable and you're not feeling great um, because the scale went up or because you are feeling sad that you didn't get to the gym, um, encourage them to not try to support you by giving you food or by telling you to take more time off of working out or exercise because that's only going to contribute um, contribute to, to your issue. All right, so let's identify uh, some of your fears. So fear of being deprived. Many times people start a diet and they are afraid of being deprived. So if you are signing up for a program that has restrictions that you are uh, afraid of, then you need to address them. Um, anytime that you are treating weight loss as a punishment, then that is not a program for you. Um, if you consider weight loss as a punishment, then you are going to resent it and it's not going to work out. So the least uh, resentment that you have uh, in a weight loss program, the most successful program that that will be for you. So set yourself up with a program that will work and use the 80-20 rule. 80% work, 20% play. And, and make sure that you learn how to have those indulgences, but also learn how to control those indulgences. Um, the next one, fear of failure. Of course, you're going to be afraid of failing, but you also have to realize that every mistake you make will be one that you learn from. Um, I, I told a lady today that I'm a weight loss specialist, um, and I, I became one because of the schooling that I went to. i, I nutritionist and I've gone to much schooling to earn that, but I, I'm also a weight loss specialist because of the personal experience that I've had in all of the years that I've gained and lost weight multiple times. And I have experienced that myself. And I certainly have learned from every possible mistake that I've made. And, and I wear that proud. Um, and so, so don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, you should never take a good mistake and let it go to waste. Learn from every single one of those. Um, next fear of judgment. Uh, as human beings, we are very, very, very in need of being loved and accepted. Um, this is why so many people do anything to try to fit in. Uh, even putting themselves last or suppressing what they really are in efforts to please everyone else in, in order to be liked. But when it comes to weight loss, 
you need to put yourself first. Prioritize your goals and put your actions and steps first to ensure your success over putting other people's happiness first when it comes to your weight loss. And I'm not talking about your family and I'm not talking about your friends, but I'm talking about when somebody's offering you a cookie um, and you really don't want it, um, what you need to do is be very polite and say, no, thank you, I'm on a diet. And oftentimes people are afraid of doing that. They're being, they're afraid of being judged for that. Um, and finally, fear of not being perfect. Um, don't let one little slip ruin your day. There is no such thing as a perfect day. Um, the, the, the concept of, of having a day be flawless is impossible. Um, and if you are somebody that believes that you will have a flawless venture and have flawless day after day after day after day, you will never make it. Um, that is what I call all, all or nothing syndrome. Um, and then you should not think you're going to be perfect because you will repeatedly be starting over on Monday. And if you're somebody that is repeatedly starting over on Monday, then go with the clean slate syndrome because uh, that is what you need to do is start over clean slate it and uh, this way you can start each moment and each day with a clean slate so hopefully you learned something from the uh, self-sabotage and hopefully you will brace, embrace your fears and uh, feel good about things happening in your life and move forward with your weight loss success Enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running.